Welcome to this episode of Sunday Reprise, where we bring the church to you and deliver nothing but the truth. Brought to you by Maranatha Family Church International Ministries in Davao City, Philippines. We hope this message will bless you. Let's go. Called to walk with God. Okay? We're called to walk with God. I just want to remind everyone, I believe this is from the Lord. And uh, since uh, there's a lot of believers um, <clears throat> nowadays that are really struggling, you know, some have lost their passion, their fire, uh, holy fire in uh, serving the Lord, you know, their passion for the lost. And so um, a lot of Christians are struggling whether they, 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 they should go to church or not. Or is it the priority or not? Um, <clears throat> and so I, I pray that uh, this reminder would uh, help you, you know, decide or, or do the right decision, okay? Um, also, uh, forgive my voice. Um, it's a bit, uh, you know, my vocal cords is tired. I, I, I was not sick, but uh, it's so tired because I uh, just finished you know, this week, a two days uh, training seminar. So you see, talking the whole day and uh, really wears you out. But uh, as long as you can understand me, <laughs> so be it. Okay, glory to God. So now, we are called to walk with God. So what does it mean to walk with God? How can we, how can we walk with God in our everyday life? lives okay so Colossians 2 success so then just as you received Christ Jesus as Lord continue to live your lives in him in other version it says continue to walk with him or to, to continue to walk in him meaning to say the moment you are born again okay you are encouraged to continue Okay, the moment you receive, you committed your life to Jesus and you receive Him as Lord and Savior, that's not it. It's not the, the end. Okay, it's not, uh, uh, you are called to walk with God. All right, it says, continue to live your lives in Him, verse 7, rooted and built up in Him, strengthened in the faith as you were taught, <clears throat> and overflowing with thankfulness so we have uh, old testament references uh, deuteronomy 533 says walk in obedience to to all that the lord your god has commanded you so that so that you may live and prosper and prolong your days in the land that you will possess you see this is uh, this is a principle you know the principle that god has laid down in the old testament until this very day still works. Remember, the Lord is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Okay? He does not change. So, His moral character then is still the same today. And so, the advice, God's advice to His people, that we learn how to follow the ways of the Lord so that we may what? We may live and prosper and prolong our days in the land, okay, that is uh, uh, the key. Jeremiah 7.23 says, But I gave them this command, Obey me, <coughs> sorry, Obey me and I will be your God, 
and you will be my people. Walk in obedience to all I command you that, that what? That it may go well with you. That it may go well with you. Now, you know, we are living in difficult times nowadays. So, would you like to make your life more difficult? <laughs> than what's already is, I mean, uh, the present world right now. You see, uh, in this uh, uh, labor, uh, labor pain season, okay, um, you see, uh, you need to be wise. And uh, one of the secret that is no longer a secret <laughs> is that you make sure your life, you're living your life According to God's will, you're giving, you know, through your life, God is glorified. Because what you sow, you will reap. You want God's favor. You want God's blessings. Live according to His ways. Okay? Do not plant bad seeds. Live according to His ways. And it says, so that it may go well with you. Okay? Now, let's go to New Testament references. Let's read some scriptures. <clears throat> John 8.12 says, When Jesus spoke again to the people, He said, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. Okay, again He said, Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but we'll have the light of so meaning to say, uh, friends, ladies and gentlemen, we really need to consider this that we live our lives in the light, in the light, in the light. Okay, look, look at these two lights <laughs> beside me. Okay, we need to live our lives in the light. Not in darkness, not the kind of life where you hide, you know, you are secretive, you're doing something stupid, you know. <laughs> um, no, not that kind of life, okay? Not, we say no to ungodliness, we say no to evil, we say no to the things of darkness, okay? Alright, so Romans 6, 4 says, We were therefore buried with him through baptism into death. In order that, <clears throat> just as Christ was raised from the dead through the glory of the Father, we too may live a new life. Wow. Wow. Okay. Meaning to say, okay, now that we are in Christ, okay, you see, water baptism is a baptism of repentance, meaning to say you are turning away, you are leaving your old self, now you're starting a new life in Christ, okay? Baptism of repentance. So now that we are in Christ, it says that uh, just as Christ was raised from the dead through the glory of the Father, we too may live a new life. So we're not just called to continue to walk with God, but you know, you see, we are given this message, this truth, and this promise that we have a new life. In fact, the Corinthians says we are a new creation. The old is, the past is gone. Behold, new things has come. Okay? So the thing is that we need to understand new life. 
Okay, not the old kind of life, the life that we live in the world, the life that we live in sin. That is not the kind of life and that is not the kind of calling that we receive from the Lord. We receive such a calling to walk in the light, in holiness, to be a blessing, right? To give glory to God. And so we, we need to understand new life, new life. All right, if you are a Christian, you're born again, Hallelujah. Then living a new life is the normal, is your norms, right? Ephesians 4 1 says, as a prisoner, <clears throat> as, sorry, <clears throat> as a prisoner for the Lord, then I urge you to live a life worthy of the calling you have received. Be completely humble and gentle. Be patient, bearing with one another in love. Make every effort to keep the unity in the Spirit through the bond of peace. So you see, uh, what kind of calling did we receive from the Lord? It's a calling that is a permanent one. You see, Paul said, as a prisoner for the Lord, uh, literally he was a prisoner too, okay, at that time. But spiritually, we are slaves to righteousness okay before we were slaves to sin but then in christ we've been freed from the bondage of sin and become slaves to righteousness so the thing is we just change uh residence or, or uh, position all right so that is why um our lives if uh, true born again believers their lives are so different okay you you will see the, the 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 change now if you're a believer and you don't manifest the christ-likeness the the christ-like of life of living of lifestyle then you need to question yourself why why am i not living the way i should be living my life you know, why is this like this? Maybe there are things that you need to change or you need to, to surrender before the Lord. Okay? Examine yourselves, friends. Now, let's uh, read uh, 1 John 1.7. It says, This is the message we have heard from Him and declared to you. God is light. In Him there is no darkness at all. If we claim to have fellowship with Him, with God, and yet walk in darkness, I'll say that again. If we claim to have fellowship with Him and yet walk in darkness, I'll say it again. I re I'll rephrase it. If we claim that we are Christians and yet walk in darkness, if we claim that we are born again and yet walk in darkness, if we claim uh, we, are, uh, we are disciples of Christ but, yet, but then walk in darkness, we lie. We lie. We're lying, okay? It says, we lie and do not live out the truth. Verse 7, but if we walk in the light as He is in the light, we have fellowship with one another and the blood of Jesus, His Son, purifies us from all sin. That is why, you see, the Bible says that those who are in Him cannot continue to sin, okay? Cannot continue. Why? Because the Spirit of God lives in us. 
And, and so because of His presence, He lives in us, we can hear, we can feel His emotions. And we, we, we have this unbearable conviction from the Holy Spirit, which is right and which is wrong. And that is why when we walk with God, you see, the advantage of us being led by the Spirit, walking in the Spirit, is that we always receive guidance from Him as we walk with Him. We know when, when we're walking, we're, we're threading on danger zone, when we're heading on a danger zone. Okay? That is why it's very important to be keen, to walk closely, to have an ongoing relationship with God through the Holy Spirit. Because the Holy Spirit will cause us to become or to be holy. That's why He is called the Holy Spirit. Okay? None of us, you know, we cannot live our lives. You know, we cannot be holy. You know, we cannot live uh, holy lives in this earth, in this planet, you know, because we're, we're all sinners. We have this flesh that's uh, fallen uh, with fallen nature that is prone to temptations. For as long as you have this flesh, this flesh is prone to temptation, but we have a new spirit, okay? God has given us life. God has regenerated our spirits, made us alive to understand which is right, which is wrong, what offends Him and what, does, what glorifies Him and what hurts Him. So we know somehow <clears throat> we have it inside us. And if, and if we choose not to listen, if we choose to ignore God, that, is a foolish thing to do. That is, that is not something <laughs> that I would advise you to do. Okay? If you believe that you are not living right with God, I suggest that you pause from whatever you're doing and try to think again and again and again. Okay? What will that benefit you? What will a sinful kind of living benefit you, especially at the end of your life? Will that bring a smile to God's face one day when, when, when your life is being reviewed, okay? Uh, in heaven with God and with all His angels, with, with the brethren, w will they clap their hands? So think about this. You see, everything that we do here today, okay, don't just think that it's just now, it's just here. No, it is going to be something that will be reviewed in heaven. So if you're not living right, get right with God, A-S-A-P. Get right with God as soon as possible. Now, your life, the, you don't know how short your life is. I will not tell you you don't know how long because the truth is, life is short. Don't make it shorter, 
Okay? So by the time that you're about to die, you realize you've done nothing and, and you want to live more because you want to do more for God, but that's too late. Therefore, right now, you know, have this kind of mindset. Do not waste your time. Do not squander your time. Our clock is ticking. Every second that we waste, every second that we squander, oh man, you will regret it. Okay? You see, you have to serve God right now. There's nothing more incriminating than to stand before God with nothing in your hands. Nothing more incriminating than that. You, nothing. And so, please consider that in this short-lived life, make it worthwhile. Make it count. That's why David said, teach us how to number our days aright. Okay? So, there, there, we don't have the time to waste, my friend. Especially at the last hour. You know, we need to... That's why do not spend time on things that are not important. <laughs> because there's so much important things, so much important matters to attend to. Okay? And uh, please, waste. don't waste your time. So this thing... Verse 6, if we claim to have fellowship with Him and yet walk in darkness, or if we claim to be Christians but, but then walk in darkness or not, you know, or uh, we live our lives like the world does, well, walking in darkness means, you know, it's living like the world. It is talking like the world. It's thinking like the world. It's for us as Christians, it's living in compromise, living a life uh, contrary, okay, contrary to Christianity. That is walking in darkness, okay, like drinking alcohol, you know, getting drunk, uh, smoking, uh, taking illegal drugs, destroying the temple of the spirit, uh, stealing, lying, you see, uh, defiant, you know, in, you're in rebellion, committing adultery, cheating, is walking in darkness. That is walking in darkness. So if you think you're not right with God, get right with God as soon as possible, okay? So I am not in a sense uh, um, scorning or like uh, I am not angry. I am not in a way um, trying to, be, uh, to do a reproach. But I'm doing this with love or in love, encouraging you, exhorting you. Okay, that you don't live your lives the way you want to live it. Don't be selfish. Honor God with your life. Honor God with your skills. Honor God with the talents that He entrusted you because one day soon, on the day of reckoning, you see, you will, be, you, you will have to give an account to everything that God has entrusted to your hands. That includes your time, that includes your talent, that includes your skill. Okay? Alright, so 
First John 2.6. I'm sorry, let's let's continue reading. First John 2.6 verse 3 says, We know that we have come to know Him if we keep His commands. So you see, it's very important. Like uh, Kirk Cameron said, there is nothing more important than your eternal salvation. Salvation is very important. Now that you are saved, okay, now that we have come to know Him, if we keep His commands, meaning to say, one, one of the confirmation, it's like this. How do we know that we are born again? How do we know that we are in God, in Christ? How do we know that we are saved? How do we know that we belong to the Lord? He said that, you know, we keep His commands. Meaning to say, for a person to be in Christ, once a person, I mean the person, uh, the believer, uh, I mean a true believer, someone who is in Christ, naturally obeys God's command. Okay? Verse 4 says, Whoever says, I know him, but does not do what he commands, is a liar. And the truth is not in that person. Verse 5, But if anyone obeys his word, love for God is truly made complete in them. This is how we know we are in him. Okay, do you want to know? This is how we know that we are in Christ. Verse 6, Whoever claims to live in Him must live as Jesus did. If you claim to be a Christian, you are expected to walk as Jesus did. Can we do that? No, you cannot do it by yourself, my friend. You need to commit your life to Jesus first. You need to recognize that He is your Lord and Savior. You must submit your life to Jesus. And then the Holy Spirit will be given to you. It is the Holy Spirit who will enable you, who will teach you, who will cause you, who will train you to say no to ungodliness and yes to godliness. It is the work of the Holy Spirit and the Word of God. That's why discipleship is very important. But walking in the Spirit is something that you need to learn. Okay? So, so that is why if you do that, if you cooperate with the Holy Spirit, okay, then you can live as Jesus did. Okay? Maybe not in His level because He is God. He is holy. He is, <clears throat> he is perfect. We're not perfect. But at least we're on the same route. You know, we are uh, in the making, you know. So God is at work with us. All right? So our key scripture for us not to quit following the Lord, but to continue following the Lord, our key scripture for this topic is found in Hebrews chapter 12, beginning from 1 to 3. This is actually one of the secrets how not to quit following the Lord. How not to quit serving the Lord. Okay, the key scripture is Hebrews 12, 1 to 3. It says, Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles. And let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us fixing our eyes on jesus the pioneer and perfecter of faith for the joy set 
Before him, he endured the cross, scorning its shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Consider him who endured such opposition from sinners, from wicked men, so that you will not grow weary and lose heart. You see, we are uh, in a... You know, the, the whole world, you know, things are happening, you know, a lot of bad things happening globally right now. All right? And we also know that there's a lot of uh, uh, lawlessness and ungodliness and wicked men. So, you read verse 3, it says, Consider him, consider the Lord Jesus Christ who endured such opposition. From sinners, so that you will not grow weary and lose heart. So you see, the Lord wants us to, to stand strong, okay? Not to be moved, okay? Not to be moved by whatever news you hear, whatever uh, crisis or, 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 or things that will cause you to, to, to worry about. No, 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 don't focus on that because you see, the Lord himself overcome. The Lord endured opposition from sinners. So, look at Him. Let's fix our eyes on Him so we do not grow weary and lose heart. Okay, so, therefore, let's go back to verse 1. Since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders. You know, if you know, if you, you know, if you see, the things that hinders you from really pressing on to the Lord, from really doing the will of God. If there are things that, that are trying to hinder your walk with God, okay? If there are things that are, you know, a hindrance to your walk with God, give it up. Give it up. Not just those things that hinders you from really Pressing on to Jesus, but even the sin that so easily entangles. It, 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 it will, you know, sin is a stumbling block. Okay? And then it says, let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us. Now, now look, it says, the race marked out for us. Meaning to say, each one of us has a a line or a, a, a path, right? Thank you, Ka. A path where we should be uh, running to, through, to. Oh, how do you pro What's the right? <laughs> okay, so that is the mark that you, you know, th th that is where you should run. Meaning to say the Lord has uh, prepared a race that is a mark for each one of us. There is something for us to fulfill, to complete in this life. Okay? My talent, my giftings may, may not be the same as yours. Your skill may be different from mine. But, you know, the point is, you need to finish your race and I need to finish mine. So we have different roles, but the same goal, glorify God. Okay? All right. So so that is we have personal purposes. You have a personal purpose, I have a personal purpose, and that is the race marked for us. Make sure 
you are doing your purpose that you, you you're doing what you're called to do okay so listen to those who have ears to hear may you hear okay because truth is even in these last days we really do have a race marked for us meaning to say you have an, a role in the body of Christ where you can be a complement a help so that the body of Christ, God's people, can receive help. So that they can go through, okay? So that they can persevere, persevere through, so that they can endure through, endure through the trials that the world is facing and that the world will be facing, okay? Think about that because you have a role and sometimes you don't, most of the time, we don't know how God orchestrates His people to function to different callings to, to fulfill His purposes. Do you understand that? I hope you do. But the unbelieving world, those who are, you know, serving the evil one, they thought they are in control, but they don't know that you know, the things that they do, they are also fulfilling prophecy. <laughs> they are doing their script. They are also running the race mark for them. Okay? But you who have chosen the Lord, you chose to serve the Lord. You chose to, to follow Him and love Him, to be with Him. You chose to submit your lives to His will. So you are doing a different purpose. Just like them... On the other side, those who walk in darkness, they have chosen a different path. A path that is selfish, a path that does not glorify God, a path that is, you know, uh, for their good, but not for others. Okay? So, you see, all of these are already written in scriptures a long, 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 long time ago. And it's it's so amazing. It's, it's, it's so overwhelming, mind-blowing how God does all of this and how God has foreseen the future and how God, you know, uh, is faithful with His Word. He has proven to us, okay, again and again that the Word of God is flawless, and so we can put our trust in Him and we know what will happen next. That's why we're encouraging you to press on to Jesus. We're encouraging you to not quit. Never, never, never quit serving the Lord. You see, the Bible says, Jesus said, Blessed is he whom the Lord finds so doing when he comes. Meaning to say, we are expected to serve God, to serve God, to serve God until he finally comes and take us to himself. Okay? That is the expectation. So this is not the time for us to stop serving. This is not the time for us to stop going to church. This is not the time for us to, to be weary. But this is the time for us to keep on, to press on. It says in verse 2, fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer, perfecter of faith. And it says, listen, 
For the joy set before him, he endured the cross, scorning its shame, and sat down the right hand of God. The same way, in the same way, in the same way, in the same way, in the same way, do not look at the present situation. Look ahead. Look beyond this time. Look beyond what's happening right now in the world. And try to understand that in the other life, uh, you know, after this crisis, you are certain that we are all conquerors and winners that we will win in the end that is the promise right so so never stick your mind on what is what you see right now but look beyond it okay beyond it we're winners we we won (laughs) we're victors We, we 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 become victorious in him he made us more than conquerors in Christ, we are more than conquerors. Okay? We, it may look like you are conquered right now. It may look like you are, you know, you're in an awful situation. It may look like you are, uh, you're defeated right now. But listen, friends, that is temporary. Hello? That is not it. That is not, that is not the, the final uh, outcome of what's happening because the, in the final outcome you are healed you are healthy you're strong you are protected you are secured you are loved you will you we will all live in the glorious place with a glorious god <laughs> hallelujah and 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 share eternal joy with our family hallelujah and so, that is why it says here, for the joy set before him, he endured the cross. You can endure also. Whatever trial you are going through, you will persevere. You will endure. And why is that? Because your hope is not in this present world. Because your hope is not based on according to your circumstances right now. Your hope is based on what God has promised that after this, crisis after these labor pains that uh, that's happening around the world is what jesus is coming and he's going to make everything new hallelujah there's going to be a millennial reign and then once the enemy is destroyed after a thousand years the lord is going to make everything new hallelujah are you excited Yes, I am excited. I am excited that he will come. Because I know we know that the Bible says the last kingdom is a, tyra- is a tyrannical kingdom. The kingdom of iron and clay. Try to research on iron and clay so you will understand that we are heading that direction. But, but. The stone is going to crush iron and clay. Jesus is going to come and take over the planet. Hello. He is going to take it by force. He's going to destroy the enemies of God and is going to rebuild a a kingdom in righteousness, a glorious one, a millennial kingdom, a perfect government. Hallelujah, hallelujah. So do not fear, friends. Do not fear. Always look beyond uh, look beyond the trials. Look beyond those crises because beyond it, 
if you remain faithful and loyal to God, wow, hallelujah, hallelujah. It's worth it. It's worth going through the fire. It's worth going through all those uh, chaos. It's worth going through all the trials. But, 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 you know, but going through the trials is not easy. I know. I mean, I, I just watched yesterday some of the clips, what happened to the floodings in, in other places. Because it's, just, it's not just one place, but it's happening right now around the world. There's so much floodings and forest fires and all of this. You know, people getting sick and people dying. Even church people dying. You know, I don't know how many anymore. People, a lot of people have just died from our churches collectively. I mean, all the churches that we were network, that we network with, we have a lot of brethren. Brethren who have served with us. And right now, they went to be with the Lord. But I tell you right now, they're in glory land. They're, the, they're so safe, okay? They, they don't, no more worries. <laughs> but you and I, were still here, okay? We who are still here, we have a job to do. And, may, and, and, uh, and, and so I encourage you. Continue to serve the Lord. Do not miss the mark. Do not miss your calling. Run the race mark for you. Do not run another race. Do not run the race of other people. You run your race. Okay, you have to seek God. You have to work with your pastor, work with your leader, seek God. And, 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 and uh, you can ask advice. How can, how can I serve? You know, this, this, uh, I have this skill. I have this talent. These are my expertise. How can I serve? Begin with that. Go to your pastor. Say, Pastor, how can I serve? I don't want to miss. I don't want to squander. I don't want to waste my time. How can I serve? Okay, all right. So I hope, uh, I hope that that's very clear. Now I want to just, I just want to read to you another version. This is New Century version of the same passage of scripture, Hebrews twelve, verse one. It says, "We are surrounded by a great cloud of people, whose lives tell us what faith means." So you read Hebrews chapter eleven, you would see these people who have you know overcome by faith. So it says, so let us run the race that is before us and never give up. Never give up. Never give up. Never give up. We should remove from our lives anything that would get in the way and the sin that easily holds us back. You see, this is the problem with sin. Sin is like a, a rope that is tied in the... I don't know what, what you call that. I forgot. You know, if, if there's a boat and you have this anchor, but besides the anchor the, the, on the shore, port. yeah, the port, they have, uh, they have a place where they tie the rope, okay, so that the boat will not move anywhere. <laughs> so that is the picture of sin. No matter how much uh, thrust of your engine, uh, I mean of your... Uh, no matter how much energy you use so you can move forward for as long as you are tied, you know, in, in, in the port, you cannot move. That is sin. Okay? So you have to cut the sin 
because it will keep you keep on holding you back from moving forward sin is a stumbling block okay verse 2 let us look and only to Jesus the the one who began our faith and who makes it perfect he suffered death on the cross but he accepted the shame as if it were nothing wow as though it were nothing because of the joy that God put before him and now he is sitting at the right hand of God's throne Think about Jesus' example. He held on while wicked people were doing evil things to him. So do not get tired and stop trying. So don't get tired. Okay, so I hope this is a big encouragement to you because you see, friend, in the Lord, you know, remove from your Christian vocabulary the word quitting on the Lord. Okay, quitting is sometimes the easiest way to uh, course of action when we um, when we are going through hardships in this life, right? But quitting should not be our option. Quitting should not be the our move as a Christian. Okay, because uh, we cannot, you know. We cannot fulfill God's will when we quit on God. Right? Quitting on God is is something that a spirit-filled follower of Christ cannot do. It's not just you will not do it, but you cannot do it. Even if you try to. Because the Spirit of God is in you and with you. How, how can you give up on God? You cannot give up on God because He's so alive in you. You will find Him. You will look for Him. You will search for Him. You, because the longing for God, the thirst, the, 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 the hunger for God is so real. It's so real that you cannot deny Him. You cannot ignore Him. So a spirit-filled, born-again follower of Christ cannot deny God. Cannot You cannot say no to Him. You cannot quit on Him. You cannot quit on Him. Amen? Because the Spirit of God, He is the one who will enable you to persevere and to remain faithful. Hallelujah! Right? So, people who are filled with the Spirit, they're not afraid because they know the whole story. What story? The end game story of God, the book of Revelation. They know that this, this should happen, this will happen, this will happen, and then this will happen, and then Jesus is coming. <laughs> so, they know the story that in the end, we are victors, right? So, so uh, they know which side to side with. All right. So my my advice to you is always be on the side of God. Choose God's side always and forever. All right. So we know. Okay. We know the story. We know the whole story. We know that the sufferings that we face are momentary. They're not permanent. But if you choose God, if you choose Christ, you, you, you choose to be loyal to God, whatever sufferings you will go through, in the end, it's worth it because you will, you will, you know, you will be with the Lord. Yes. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. And it's not momentary. It's permanent. It's forever. When God gives us, you know, the, the, uh, 
the the perfect place, the perfect city, the perfect world, the perfect government. Everything is perfect. Hallelujah. I want to be there right now, Lord. <laughs> I just hope that the Lord will take us to himself right now after I preach. So if God will rapture us, so be it. Okay? I don't have a problem with that. Now here's the thing. But you see, if you're wise, if you're wise, don't just wait for his coming. Huh? We hope that the rapture would come before the tribulation, the, the great tribulation, but we prepare as though he will come later. That's wisdom, friend. That's wisdom. So, so while waiting, we need to press on to the Lord. We need to make sure that we finish our race. Amen? Amen. And uh, no matter how terrible, no matter how pitiful, no matter how awful our situation is or will be right now or in the near future or in the present, at the present, you know, we are sure and we are certain that we are uh, victorious in the latter part, okay, of the, of the endgame story of God. Amen? Read the book of Revelation. Read the book of Revelation. So, it's like in a movie where the 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 main actor, okay, the main actor of the the action movie was uh, mistreated. He was beaten up. He was bullied. He was he was battered to death. He was you know left half dead. You know, and then but 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 still in the end, at the end of the movie, at the last part of the story, that main actor is the victor. Okay. He will be the victor. He will conquer. He will defeat the villain. He's going to destroy all those bad guys. Okay? <laughs> he is going to take revenge. You see, in our story, Jesus is going to do that for us. Amen. Amen. So, fear not. Fear not. So, there is no point on quitting on God. I don't see any point. I don't see any reason, good reason to quit on God. In fact, quitting on God is, is a stupid thing. It's a foolish thing. Okay? So, quit thinking about quitting on God. Okay? Quit thinking about quitting on God. Because, you know, you, you, we really have to quit entertaining the thought of quitting. Right? Because quitting or giving up, giving up on God... It's absurd. It's 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 really uh, it's out of place. It's 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 not making sense in 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 uh, in scripture. All right, because uh, why would we do that? Why would you do that when when everything uh, when 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 God has when everything that we want and what we need in life, I mean uh, in eternity is only found in the Lord. Why would you quit? Following the Lord who can give you everything in the future. Wow. So don't quit on God. Don't quit. Never, 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 never quit on God. Okay? Right? But if you feel tired, if you feel tired, you feel like you don't have the strength to carry on, to move, to, 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 to go to church. Remember, Hebrews 12, okay? Hebrews 12, 24 to 25. We are really encouraged to fellowship. Because, 
You know, anyone, any believer who lacks fellowship with the brethren will really feel tired. If you feel tired, maybe you lack fellowship with the brethren. Okay? If you feel tired, maybe you've been offended and you're not telling the person you're, you, you, you've been offended and you're not healed and, and things like that. So, do it. If, if you cannot say it, text it. <laughs> Alright, so, uh, a person who lacks fellowship with the brethren will really feel tired spiritually. So, come to church with us today. You know, we have a, a second service. Uh, we will be attending our second service today, and uh, we hope to see you there, okay? Even if you're late, it doesn't matter. Just come. Just come. Because uh, even even if you come late after the service, you see, after the service, we can talk to one another. And if you need to talk to us, talk to us, okay? So don't quit the fellowship. Uh, don't quit attending church. Make time. Give time. It's for your own. It's for our own good. Okay? So, God will keep... In fact, God will keep us from falling. He can. Okay? He will not allow it. Okay? But if you choose to, if you force yourself, you will fall. <laughs> but, you see, because of God's love in you, because you have this hunger inside you for God, you will you'll be back. Okay, so get back to where you belong, all right? So we need God to keep us from falling so that when temptations come, because they will surely come, temptations will surely come, but if they come and we walk with the Lord, you know, we will overcome, we will be able to stand our ground, we will be able to say no to ungodliness, we will be able to reject the offer of the devil, because we have God living inside us. We have the Spirit of God. We have the Spirit of God who is telling us that is wrong. Okay, so again, if you're not living right with God, it's time for you to change. Start living for God. Okay? Okay? So, last scripture. Uh, God's part. This is God's part. But this is my... Finale, uh, the, uh, our advice. Jude, King James Version, Jude chapter 1. Of course, it's only one chapter. Jude chapter 1, verses 24 to 25, it says, Now unto him that is able to keep you from falling and to present you faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy, to the only wise God and Savior, be glory and majesty, dominion and power, both now and forevermore. Forever. Amen. Wow. That is, that is so encouraging to know that God is able to keep us from falling. Amen. Another scripture, Philippians 1.6. It says, Being confident of this, that he who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. I mean to say Jesus is going to keep you in the palm of his hand. So we we who are in Christ we are secured. Our salvation is sure. Okay? And he's going, you know, we we are uh, we are a work in progress, okay? A work in progress. So in Christ you know, He allows trials to go to, I mean, we allow trials in our lives. We face trials of many kinds. Actually, 
we may be hurt. Other people might offend us. That is a trial. But actually, if you respond properly, if we respond according to God's word, you know what? That will make us strong. Not just strong, stronger. Okay? Because you, you know how to handle criticisms. You know how to handle demarites. Uh, okay? Uh, not everybody understand that. We know how to handle people who will, uh, you know, who will stab us at our back. You know, like slander us. So that's what we meant by marites. You know, they just gossip around. So, um, okay? So we need to understand that... Um, that even those trials are allowed by God to build His character in us. Remember, He was battered. He was mistreated you know, by, by evil people. But He endured it because He knew, He knows what's beyond that time. Okay? Alright? What, what awaits Him? Okay, after doing his purpose. So all of us, we have purpose in this earth right now. And we don't know our destiny. Our destiny is not in our hands. It is in God's hands. What is important is that you run your race. The race marked for you. Run with it. Okay? And at the same time, as you run the race, you will face trials of many kinds. But those trials is for our own good because it builds character. It makes us humble. Okay? It breaks our pride. That is the purpose of trials. That is why instead of reacting, instead of hating people, instead of unforgiving people, instead of, you know, uh, holding a grudge against them, Cry it. Give it all to God. Okay? Lift it up to God, your burdens. <laughs> because after all, those trials will make you stronger if you respond properly. Now, our part as we go, as, as we run a race, Second uh, Timothy 4, 6 to 8 says, For I am already being poured out like a drink offering. This is the Apostle Paul speaking. And the time for my departure is near. He knew that he is about to leave this planet. Verse 7. This is, this is the strong point. I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. Now there is in store for me a crown of righteousness, which is the Lord, the righteous judge will award to me on that day, and not only to me, but also to all who have longed for his appearing. The point here, friend, is that, yes, yes, he'd been through a lot, okay? And he knew that God, uh, there's a reward waiting for him, okay? Uh, but the thing is, before before leaving planet Earth, before leaving this garment of flesh, he said, I have fought a good fight. What kind of fight? Okay? With people? No. It's not flesh against flesh. It says, I have fought a good fight. I have finished the race. Meaning to say, he, has, he, he, he did what he had to do. What he, he was called to do. And he says, I have kept the faith. That is the fight. It's a fight of faith. 
It's it's a fight not to give up your faith. It's a fight not to surrender your faith. It's a fight of not quitting in the Lord. Okay? It's a fight of not quitting with God. Again, it's a fight not quitting with God. It's a fight not quitting with God. That is the kind of fight that fought, uh, that, that, that the Apostle Paul fought. And he won. He finished the race. Okay? He finished well and he never betrayed the Lord God. He kept the faith. He maintained his, his faith, his belief, the gospel of Christ. He maintained his message that Jesus is Lord, that Jesus died in the cross, that he is Savior. Okay? He became our substitute. So, friends, uh, okay, it's, it's an hour already. But just to give you uh, the last point, in heaven's eye, success is not measured not measured by what you possess or how many people how many uh, how many people you have preached to success is not measured by the wealth uh, that you have garnered it's not measured by the wealth you have accumulated in your life or in your uh, kind of career or job nor the level of your position or, or level of influence, uh, uh, your rank, your title. It's not measured by the power that you are exercising in your office, in your field of work. It's not. Success is not measured by what you have and accomplished. Success is measured by your walk with God. Remember that. Even if you post pictures, you have a lot of cars, you have, you have helicopters and, and private planes, and you have you know, those things in your possession. You have uh, big bikes, you have good motorcycles and uh, cars and uh, racing cars and whatever have you. That is not a measure of success. In fact, even if I have those, I'm not going to post it. You know why? Because that's not mine. The more I have of this, uh, of this uh, material possessions, the more accountable I, I am to the Lord. Because what is that doing there? Am I going to use all of those vehicles at the same time? Or should I sell them and give it to the poor? Think. Okay? So, guys, success is not measured by the, 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 the dress that you wear. Because success is success when you finish the race mark for you. Success is success when at the end of your life you have kept the faith. Success is success uh, when you have done all that you were called, you were told to do in this life. And that is success. If you have not done the things that you were called to do, you are not successful. It's a failure. It's a fail. It's a fail. Okay? Because remember, in heaven's eyes, success is success when we have accomplished or when, when, when you have completed the task assigned for you to do. That's why it says, run the race mark for you. If you're not running the race mark for you, then how can you be successful in the end? Because 
you, you your price will be forfeited because you did not do what you were called to do, what you were expected to perform. Do you understand that? That is why your success, our success, is not and cannot and will not be measured by what we have garnered for ourselves in this life. Or maybe you have traveled here and there and you think you're successful because you are a well-traveled person. No, that will not make you even a better person. Okay? What is success? Success is when you do and you're doing the will of God. So again, success is success when you do the will of God. So, <laughs> okay, John, you can, you can now uh, show it to them. Okay, in heaven's eyes, in heaven's eye, success is not measured by what we have and accomplished in this life, or it's not based on our status, but it is measured by how faithful and how obedient you are in doing the will of God. That is success. When one day we stand before God and say, God, mission accomplished. That is real success. And so what will God say? Enter ye, you faithful. Right? What is that again, John? Enter, you faithful servant. Good and faithful servant. You see, the, that person is somebody who is really consistent, living a consistent Christian life. Someone who have pressed on. Someone who does not know how to quit on God. So don't quit on God. Because when you quit on God, mission failed. So keep doing the will of God. Press on. Just like Paul, he said, I have kept the faith. I have kept the faith. So that is it, my friend. That, that's it, my friends. Listen. We love you. Everything that we share in this platform, in our uh, Sunday live uh, sermons, preachings, teachings, it's for our own good. It's not something to... Um, offend you, criticize you. No. Everything that we talk about here is not something that is destructive. But it is destructive to the kingdom of darkness. Okay? If, if, we, if we tell you to quit, we want you to quit, on, quit smoking, quit drug addiction, quit uh, following the world, you know, quit doing the things of this world, you know, the things that are, that uh, defies God. The things that are uh, that 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 will only waste your time. That you quit doing, but never quit on God. That's it for today's episode. Thank you for joining us. Keep in touch with us via Facebook by going to facebook.com slash mfcdvo or search for Maranatha Family Church Davo on Facebook, where we also stream our church services. Again, that's facebook.com slash mfcdvo. God bless.